The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individual and not of the host. You ready, yo, Tony, Rodney, Darren, what it is? All had problems, now we got solutions to handle our bees. Press and stress the problems ahead, so we can work it out. Because I've grown up from boys to men, I know I'm shutting my mouth. to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk show. Download our free app, Married Men Don't Talk, and consider sponsoring tonight's episodes by donating $5 via PayPal or info at mmdt.org or cash app at Married Men Don't Talk. Phone lines are now open, but this show is strictly for men only. Tonight's topic is catching feelings. I'm Darren, and uh, and I'm the host the, for the evening, and Tony and Rodney will be my co-hosts. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into tonight's topic. The topic of catching feelings was brought to us by a member or a listener, um, and she wrote a long text message. Rodney, I, I don't have the text message in front of me. If you do, that's fine. Uh, I'm just going to recap. Uh, if you want to read the whole thing, you can. But um, but that's where this topic came from, and I'm just going to kind of give a high-level summary of what I remember about the article um, or about the about her situation or a situation that she was telling us about. Now, this woman, she had asked her friend, her male friend, he would always go out with her. Uh, correct me at any point if I'm wrong, Rodney, okay, because I'm just kind of throwing it off the head. Uh, this woman had um, a, boy, a male friend and she had a career, she had a house, she had a car, she went to school, she got an education, she was a career-minded person. But she did not need a man and or a boyfriend, husband, or whatever like that, a real relationship. So she asked her friend, a male friend, to get into a sexual thing with her, or can he be her boy toy? And, you know, and she had a couple of rules that went with that. Um if she one of the rules was if you see me talking to someone, don't be asking questions, uh, don't don't be popping up at my house unannounced, uh, no cuddling after or before sex, and by the time the bathtub is full of water, you need to be fully dressed and ready to walk out my door, uh, no feelings attached, and if you start having feelings under no circumstances, should they be spoken or of or displayed. So my man agreed to these rules, right? And he agreed to be her boy toy. So um, it went on for a couple of years, and it was all good until one night they went to one of her um, her outings with her job, and he saw he saw her uh, speaking to somebody, some male, 
and he asked her about who it was, and she kind of like, yeah, just a friend. She didn't know why he was asking. She didn't really care. But then one day, he uh, after they finished doing their thing, she started her water, and he acted like he didn't want to leave. <laughs> and uh, she said, hey, wait, won't, you know, get your stuff. You know, what's going on, bro? You know, <laughs> so she was kind of duding him. You know what I mean? How dudes do chicks sometimes when they just, when they got that agreement. But he mm-hmm. didn't want to leave. I guess he was starting to catch feelings. And so they, they stopped being friends for a while, and then he called back, and they picked back up. Am I right, Rodney? I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you read the, <laughs> You read the whole thing, right? No. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought you would have read it. Okay, so, yeah, that was that was the gist of it. But, you know, after two years, and people expect not to catch feelings, uh, have anybody first have have anybody ever been in a relationship like that, or anybody Man, that never works? That huh? never works. That never works. Why is that? And it's like this. Either I'm gonna tell you like this. For a man, if she got some good good, it's gonna mess you up. <laughs> if she got some, I mean, some good good. It's gonna it's gonna mess you up really really bad. Cause I listen, I did the same thing. Hey, we just gonna kick it da 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 until she put the thing on me. Now I'm like ah <laughs> ah yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. you got it. And it and it, it's same thing for the females. Same thing. You put the you put it on her, she could be chipping too. So yeah, it goes both ways. Well, mm-hmm. well, did the one that had the good good. Did y'all have a um, an agreement that it was just gonna be that? It it was like this. It was like a spoken kind of unspoken type thing. So it was like, listen, you cool, but here what well, was well. Long story short, she was hollering at my homeboy. I came in, you know, saying just cool. I didn't, you know, I didn't care. She was cool, like she had a fat, you know, she had a fatty, whatever. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, so I end up getting getting you know getting in them draws. Um, and it was, it was, it was like a spoken, unspoken thing. I was just chilling. I was like, listen, you ain't my girlfriend, you know, you, you come through, I smash, you know, it is what it is. But until, uh, uh, she wanted something more, I wasn't hearing it, but when somebody else started smashing, then that's when I got mad. So, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so the side dude get mad with another side dude. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, I was, I was, because, bro, she, listen, it was back in my military day. She had first, you know, I was on Japan. So she had first got this. So I was first to the table to, to get that. You know, I was, I was, I was doing my thing. And she wanted something more. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just chilling. Because I didn't take her to eat. I didn't take her nowhere. It was just like, oh, you come through, we do our thing. Until I came to her room one day and I see an empty condom wrapper. And that's when I got my feeling. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so what you do, <laughs> Simon? Man, you got some wild ones. So, what did you do after you saw the empty condom wrap? Well, well, I, well, I got mad. I ain't gonna lie. I had my other homegirl because it was, uh, it was my other homegirl. Was three of us that was in the room. And I told my other girl to take me home. I'm like, yo, take me home now. And she was like, and she was looking like, what you getting mad for? Yo, I just, and the thing was, she did it. She she was, man, these females are slick, bro. Listen, because when you walk into it, because it was like, when you walk into it, it's like an open area type of thing. There's two rooms. So when I was walking to her room, she had a, a trash can. 
But right on the trash can was full, and it had a condo wrapper on that joker. So I'm like, oh, she did that on purpose. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we're we playing, we playing no games. So, yeah, I took my home. Girl, I told my home to take me home. I was like, yo, take me home now. And she was like, what you mad about? I was like, yo, just take me home. So, yo, she took me to so, my home. So, 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 hold on, bro. So why were you mad? If you said, if you kept giving her the, the, the stiff arm and saying, it ain't going to go no further than this, I just want to do what I do with you, and let's just keep doing what we do. If that was the agreement, because you said it was, now you spoke that. Now, it was an unspoken agreement also, but you spoke that particular one out. You said you didn't want a relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, well, well, cause my thing, it, cause it was, I was kind of slick because like I said, my male tried to get, it was like, it was like a respect, but it was like, okay, listen, I respect my homeboy because he tried to holler at you, but you try to be a thotty, so I'm going to smash. So I was like, I try to do the nice guy thing. I try to let you go slide. Listen, come on, man. You, my man try to get at you. You know what I'm saying? Listen, he got deployed. The thing is I was smashing while he was deployed. So I, I was wrong. I was dead wrong, but I mean, it was like, listen, I'm just, you had a fat fast. You had a fatty. Small waist. You know, I was, I was not at the box. So, you know, it is what it is. Okay, I got that. She, she was all that. That was your boy's girl. And you didn't care when it came down to hitting because he wasn't there. But when she said, I want to take it to the next level. Why didn't you just take it to the next level if you had them kind of feelings? Or did you know them kind of feelings as this? You didn't know them kind of feelings as this until after you saw the empty condom wrapped. Well, it's, it's it's more of a territorial type thing. It wasn't like somebody else's, you know, because she would have went on a date, then I'd have been like, okay, you know, it is what it is. You know, you're moving on. I get it. But you had the condom wrapper. So that means somebody else is is, is smashing behind me. So it was, I was in, you know, I was a little boy. I was in, I was silly. I was in my 20s. So it was just, it was a more territorial type thing. As, you know, it was just like, because it was, because you know how, listen, y'all know how. Y'all had some good before. And you know what I'm saying? You see old girls talk to another dude. You're going to be in your feelings a little bit too. So, I mean, I don't know if that happened to anybody else, but that's, like I said, it happened to me. Well, the only thing I'm confused about is, you know, if you don't give somebody an option to go left, you can't get mad if you force them to go right. That and, and, and I don't care how old you are. I, in in my mind, I don't. You you you're not putting somebody in a position when when somebody want to be somewhere, and you won't let them go there. You can't change. You can't get mad when they change directions. Oh no, no doubt. It it was just. But you know that selfishness, you know what I'm saying, bro? It's it's just selfish. I got you. you know, I was Indeed. I was I was I was in my feelings. It was like, listen, you're the first one in Japan. You you know what I'm saying? You the first one. My man, like I said, my other boy, he didn't get none because she's like, yo, your boy, he didn't smash that up. So I'm like, it because it was like it just came. Up, it wasn't like I was trying to get at this female. It just kind of happened. It was like, okay. Well, you know, I was trying to get him aside. You know, one thing led to the next, that, that, that type of thing. It wasn't like I was planning on getting it. But it's like, okay, well, if it's here, then it is what it is. But like I said, I was selfish. So it was, you know, we, we had a, my, I, the thing is, I apologized to her, though. 
So it was like, listen, I know we had whatever, but let me apologize because you wanted something more. I didn't. So, you know, I, I cleared it up. So I cleaned it up. So it wasn't wasn't a big deal. Okay. Your boy didn't ever know you was in it? Yeah, I eventually told him when he came back from deployment. I was like, bro, listen. Because he was trying to he was trying to go back. And I'm like, dude, you might not want to do that. Uh, because, you know, I done, I done ran through it. Some other cat done ran through it. So, like, three, four other cats done got it, too. I'm like, you might not want to do that. So, yeah, he... <laughs> He looked at me kind of weird, but it is what it is. You know, it's, it's part of the game. Oh, okay. So, okay. Anybody got any questions for for uh, for my man Simon? Because uh, you know, because he he falls right in this storyline. And my because my next question is why would somebody agree to those kind of rules if they really can't stick to the agreement? I mean, in I this mean, story, this this dude agreed with these these rules. And he was sticking to it, but I was expecting the woman to give in before he did. But yeah. I mean, he he gave in first, and it sounded like Simon Simon did the same thing, you know, when he saw Empty Condom rap. Yeah, I know, so a number I was, of people. Go ahead. I was gonna say I've seen a number of people who start off like that, you know, thinking that they could just have this physical relationship and you know no attachments, but. You know, when you interview with somebody, especially on a regular basis like that, you know, you start mending and chemicals be changing from body to body or whatever it is, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you start seeing that person in a whole different light. And especially as men, I think you use the word or the phrase, you know, she duded him. And when you get duded, you know, uh, you come back and, you know, you got an inkling or idea that this woman been with another man. That, that does something to you because, you know, you could be thinking of different things. You know, am I not enough or this or what? Or, I don't want nobody else to be with her. I just want it to be me. You know? But but are we built for that? I'm just saying it, it, it's – I'm going to say human – I ain't going to say humankind. That's too big of a meaning. But is man and woman – built for that. It ain't got nothing to do with religion. Man. It ain't got nothing to do with right. how you was raised. It's just all about opportunity. If you had that right. much opportunity, are we built for that? that I don't kind. think we built for that. Like, I don't think we are built for that, just knowing you know, how we are humans with our emotions and the whole nine yards. But I think a number of people try to go that way, especially if they felt they'd been hurt, you know, over the years or they've been hurt so many times. So they think they can just cut themselves off from that and just, you know, do this and don't get the whole emotional baggage that's attached with it to go into that, you know, love and this and that and then get done wrong. So some people, I think as they get older, if they've been in that position more than one times or a multiple number of times and they don't want they feel as hurt, you know, they think they can put their mind frame into that. And, you know, I'm not expecting anything, so I'm not going to get anything out of it except for this physical pleasure that I can keep it moving. But as far as being built for it, I say no. Mm. Sam, I got to ask you another question, man. Go ahead. Did, did you did you really catch feelings for uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like this. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily feelings. It was just... Like this, she was cause like I said. I mean, I was like I said, young, and it was I was more the physical. Like the physical was on point. 
But, you know, she wasn't that cute in the face. So it was like, okay, well, she ain't got all that cute in the face. And um, so, I mean, I could, I, I don't necessarily have caught feelings. I don't think, uh, maybe, you know what? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I might, well, I mean, I got mad. So, I mean, I caught some type of feelings. So, I mean, yeah. something, something was, she did that on purpose. So it was like, okay, <laughs> hey, I'm going to do this. Because, I mean, if I didn't, because, I mean, we was getting it in, getting it in. So, yeah, some type of feeling was there. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's not all about a person, you know, looks and everything. I mean, I'm quite sure apparently her personality has something to do with it. I mean, you just weren't going to be with nobody that had a garbage personality no matter, you know, to me, I'm just thinking no matter how good the good is. But if you said she wasn't the, you know, best looking, but I'm assuming she had a nice personality, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was, <laughs> now she was cool. She was cool, but See? it was one of those. Yeah, so it was like it wasn't a horrible person. It was just you know, like you, like I'm just you just hot and bothered. It's just like yo, when you, when you when you get smitten when that when that thing is good to you, bro, it, it just make you it make you it make you do some things, make you lose your mind. It's like okay, well, you know, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, some I don't I don't think like I said. I mean, I I never. I mean, we we were cool after that, but I mean, as far as is. Is is me getting back with her? Like, nah, that was we had our fun and that was it. So I mean, yeah. Man. Uh, so I, I can see that happening. I hear what you're saying with your story, but it's just something for you to continuously deal with a person in that manner for a, a period of time. You know, it has to be something. You know, and say, yeah, the physical intimacy that helps even more to be something. And you say, wow, I like the way they do this, do that. Uh, but again, if you interact with that person at some point, you know, like say, well, she's not the cutest or she ain't got the biggest butt, she ain't got this, but, you know, some stuff you might like in women in general, but because her personality shines through or, you know, something else that you kind of got connected with, that's more than just the physical realm of intimacy. So, yeah, you, go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. No, good, good, no, go ahead. I'm good. No, I was just going to ask you, um, do you think that she did that just to catch? Because earlier you said um, that she was slick, and she did put that condom on the top of the pile of trash for a reason, you know, just just on purpose. That's what you said. So do you think she did that to see if you had you, you felt something for her? Probably. I wouldn't see why not, because I mean, if listen, if if old boy came through, did his thing, I'm pretty sure she just she could she. I mean, there was plenty of other trash cans in in the in her little two dorm, whatever she was living in. But I mean, to put that on top like that, yeah, she did it on purpose. So it was like just to see so where now, I was at. But but she she probably wouldn't have did nothing with that condom, and she did it on purpose. But do you think she did it on purpose if you had love for? Well. Okay, well, see, let me, okay, let me, there's, there's more to the story, because I was, because <laughs> I was, I was, I was smashing her, and I was smashing another girl, so it was two girls, I was, I was getting in, and she knew about the other girl, so it was kind of like some get back, it was like, well, dang, you gonna, you gonna smash old girl and smash me too, you know, I like you, but you still doing this other girl over here, so it was, it was, it was some get back, get back, so I mean, 
I mean, I deserved it. Don't get me wrong. I deserved it. So. Right. Okay. Mm. Do you think that somebody who you're doing that to, um, well, let's say her, do you think she could, she was wifey material? Uh, I would say no, because she was, she, for me, she was a little bit too flashy. It was like, like she was like, she was from Queens, so she's from New York. So like I said, I'm, I'm from New York too. So it was, I'm kind of used to that, that, you know, seeing females like her. So it was like, she had a bad little body, but it wasn't like, so it was like the way she walked, like she, like she was so, like she drew so much attention and I'm not that type of, I don't draw attention. I'm 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 a cool guy. I'm in the back, you know, I'm chilling this, that, and the third. And that'd have been my girl. He's like, you draw too much attention. I'm like, I don't like that, but you, but that's what you, that's your ammo. That's what you like. You like being the, uh, the life of the party and guys, you know, slobbering over you, things of that nature. But, that that wasn't me, so I I would say no. She wasn't my my type of wife material enough. Mm. And and so and I'm and this is to anybody. When did you catch feelings for the one that you're with now? Anybody? Well, well, you can start with you, Simon. You you came back. You got married. What made you catch feelings? When when did you catch feelings with your wife that you have now? Um, I caught, it was, it was, it was like the automatic thing. Like I, I met her and it was like immediately, you know, cause I met her online cause she had caught me, the black people meet, whatever. And, um, we talked this, you know, for hours and hours. And when I first finally met her, then I felt in my heart, like, yeah, this is, this is, this is the one. So, um, it was like, it was kind of like, like, like immediate type thing. It was, it was like, it was a, it was there. It was something the same, like, yeah, this is this is it. Cause I had talked to many of girls and things of that nature, but her was way different than any other female. So, yeah. Mm. Now, last week, last week's show, man, I think we could have went on for another hour, cause that that conversation was popping, and I and and Sam was in the middle of saying some other stuff, and if we if we need to go back, then that's fine. But you know, we just want to make sure everything is is well with you and your wife right now, uh, right? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. You know, I was, you know, you just in the moment. So I mean, I had to talk to my dad, and, and you know, so so I'm I pumped my brakes, and right. you know, I'm okay. just I'm just I'm I'm out my feelings right now. So I'm just mm-hmm. I'm seeing where things go, and and you just be led. You know, I'm just don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I'm still like what's I'm. I'm still stacking money. So, you know, hey, if, if things go way to the left, then it is what it is. But right now, I'm just I'm just taking it day by day. I'm just I have to slow down a little bit. Right. Okay. Okay. Anybody ever anybody else want to catch, uh share the moment when they call feelings with their wife or girl, significant other? Malcolm on the line. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you want to share when you call feelings with your lady? I actually kind of had a monkey wrench, something kind of going through my mind as I'm sitting here listening to the listening to the conversation. And um, I've had physical relationships uh, with with women, but as I'm li- thinking about it, I'm wondering, like, what's the science behind just having a physical relationship with somebody, uh, somebody that arouses you physically, but you don't want to take it further than that? Like, is it generally like, I mean, you don't see nothing in a worthwhile? Um, I'm just, what, what's the science between 
these per this person being able to get your stuff hard and have sex with you, but you but nothing more than that. So that's an important thing, I believe. Being able you to think, get riled right. Do you think when when men are in their youth and they just a bunch of honey, horny people? I just think that any woman could arouse them that they're attracted to, like not if that's in their type, not not no heavy set. If their type is slender, or if their type is thick, it don't matter who she is. I believe that they're going to be aroused and and going to be able to commit that anyway. Just out of curiosity, hey, I, 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 I mean, I, I've been around guys, and we've just been seeing girls walk by. We're like, yeah, I hit that. That was just normal conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I don't think a guy would lie because when one walked by and they wouldn't hit, they were like, nah, you can have that. You see what I'm saying? So the science behind it is, you know, the the physical body or the flesh. It he'll still lie. That's still a lie. He's still lie. I won't hit that. He's lying. He'll hit it too. He just want to tell you. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's say if it's if it's somebody that's real heavy set and that's not his type of woman. He he would and then she walked by. He'll say, Nah, man, that ain't my type. I've seen it both ways. You know what I'm saying? If if it ain't his type. Now I know. I mean, everybody got a type. And if somebody that's not a type, even if the opportunity probably came up, it might happen but it might not but we detach it from love we detach it from uh well what i've heard i I know people can detach sex from love and hey it's just it was just a thing and it was no Mm -hmm. feelings at all you see what i'm saying so i think the science behind it is just you know the time of your life when you just hard or horny all the time it don't matter who it is probably at one point in time until you get to learn and, and the maturity to understand that this is for a certain reason, for a certain person. Well, you know, I, for, I just believe, you know, right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was going to say some people, not so much as a science to it, just some people don't want to endure relationships, you know. Some people don't want to go through all that lovey-dovey, falls in love and all that, you know. They want to get their you know, rocks off, if you will, and keep it moving, you know. So I don't think it's so much as a science thing. You got some people who have been hurt every time they thought they was in a relationship or in a good relationship looking forward to move somewhere, and it didn't, you know. So they might numb themselves to that. Uh, it's just different cases with different folks. Yeah. Right. So, Matt, you want to go ahead and tell us about the time that you, you caught feelings with your wife? Um. Yeah, I don't have no problem. I'm just trying to look, think back, like how it actually happened. Um, I think more or less it was because I didn't mind, you know, I didn't mind it physically. That I was fine with her physically, and she was just a cool person. And as far as my experience with her, she would rather she was a quality person. And I guess it's just so we just. Never, it just grew from there. I, I think I, I think I remember your being being more spiritual than you know than anything else. Well, that 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 was uh, five years after we dating though. So I'm thinking, how do we even? I'm thinking you asked me how do we get to the point of even dating and staying together. 
No, nah, I'm talking about like really catch, catching White feelings. Man? Yeah. Make her know yeah, that she's. Yeah, it would be the spiritual. It would be the spiritual change. Yeah, because I remember one one day we were just talking like she was just somebody else. It's like somebody you didn't like, and I was like, yeah. But then the next week we was like, yo, man, let's plan my wedding. And I was like, yo, sure. we hated her. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. But it was it, it was one way, and then it, and it's something something happened spiritually, and then it's like, oh, we just went all the way to the other side, you know. Yeah, and I. Uh, when the spiritual when the spiritual encounter happens, you know, it, I look at life differently, so a lot of stuff changes. Right, 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 right. Anybody else, right. Rodney? You on there? You want to talk about yours? Yeah. I mean, mine was more the like Malcolm said. I mean, she was just a cool person, you know. So that was probably really about like three to six weeks, you know, and they're just hanging out with her. It was just like, man, you know, this is just real chill. Just something I can. Hang out, hang out with, have fun with, and just you know, just chill with. So it was definitely just real early. Okay, okay. And I thought I heard Moby on the phone. Yep, you heard me on the phone. How you been, bro? <laughs> uh, chilling. Chillin'. Did nobody lock down yet out there in Colorado? Uh, nah, nah, nah. I'm moving back on the yard. What'd you oh, say, well, wow. I'm moving back home to Pittsburgh. You went back home to get Pittsburgh? I'm moving back home to Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, okay. Does so, she know that yet? Yeah, yeah she, she knows. Know that I had yet? to tell her. Yeah, I had to tell her. It was terrible. I didn't want to do it. I don't want to leave her. You know, so I, I came to the conclusion that she's still a good woman. I don't want to leave her, but the decision of me leaving has to be done because my baby mother ended up getting a job that took her to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where my son's about to be moving to. Sorry. I don't deal with my baby mama, but I've got to go deal with my kid. And I'm not going to have my son being raised in a city that I know is dangerous and it's my city. Negative. i got to go take care of my son. So, i got to go. Okay. It's hmm. not a possibility. Are you are you in love with this woman? Not enough not to be with my kid. <laughs> How about enough to marry her and take her with you? First off, I already asked her, would you go with me? She said, no, I don't have a job there. Down with that question. Now ask him again. Next question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's – is that fair to say, you know, I mean, or to, to end it right there, if, if you're going to call Phil somebody, you're in love with somebody, is it fair just to drop the ball and just say, you know what, it ain't going to go no further because you ain't trying to, you know, I don't, you don't care enough about me to even consider it. I mean, is it worth I don't think scoring? I don't think I love, though. Oh, go ahead, Moby. No, I said that. That's on them to answer that question. I gave you my answer. Like, I asked one time. You say no, I'm not asking again. Period, plain blank. I okay. asked. I was I was a man enough to ask because I wouldn't mind it. If, if she moved to Pittsburgh, guess what? Anything that I have dealing with there would be shut the heck down. There's nothing serious out there for me anyway in Pittsburgh. So if I was to have something serious, nobody would care. So I wouldn't care about none of that. That wouldn't be my issue. But, hey, nah, her. 
she wants to, she ain't got that, whatever. She got her own decisions about it, so not, no. Are you in so, love with her? I can answer that. Not, like, like I said, not enough not to be in my kid. Well, hey, so if you, if you, hey, quick question. So if you tell her, well, I got to go to Pittsburgh, and she say, I, I'm not going, do that mean the relationship over, or which I just going to carry on a long-distance relationship? <laughs> you tell me in what history of generation of this part of life that a long distance relationship actually worked. Don't worry, I'll wait. Now, hey, I get, I get that, but what's the expectation? You said what? Say that again. I, I, I agree with you, but but what, I guess what I'm asking is, what's the expectation then? If she ain't going, and you gotta go. What are y'all expectations as far as the relationship? Is this done the day you leave? I did, I did ask you this. I said, okay, so look, what if life came back around and we we end up together, we're around each other again, and you're not serious with anybody? Would you be with me again? She said, of course I would. You ain't do nothing wrong to me. Okay. So if God brings that circle back again and if it's supposed to do it that way, then hey, then I say, okay. This was actually God spinning this circle back to me and her. I'm going to go ahead and settle down with that because that was meant to happen for us to come back around twice because nothing's ever came back around my life twice that I actually cared about. Hmm. Sorry, I don't I'm outside, think... so you hear that noise. I'm sorry. But, yeah, go ahead. I'll turn my mic on and off. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just don't, I don't know if uh, loving somebody is worth leaving them um, for any situation, I don't. I, I think that. Excuse um, me. Whoa, whoa. What did you just say? Did I just say my son? Son. Right. right. But you follow where is him. That, where is the, where, like where? That, I think that's been in in part of life forever. Like you, you handle your family. My son. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So let me finish. I, I was saying that you followed him out there too. So. It's like it's like your ex controlling your life because she has your son. So if she moved back to Pittsburgh, so listen, yeah, hear me that's out. That's not like, like that's not the same thing. What are you talking about? That is nowhere near what you're talking. No, my ex is not controlling anything. She got a so job. She ended. Up, it was an accident. She got a job. She looked for a job. They end up. She ended up getting a job in Pittsburgh. So I decided, okay. Well, I'm going to tell her, and I'm going to ask her. And if she does not go, then, hey, live on. But I'm going to go be with my son. Understood. So, so there is no nobody controlling anything. I made my own decision. So this is why I said what I said. If she goes to Pittsburgh tomorrow. So you went to Colorado, right? And that's where your your son was at. No, my son is in Georgia. My son was my kids in Georgia. I've been talking to y'all for a long time. I have been living in three states since I've been dealing with y'all. I'm from Georgia, Pittsburgh, and now Denver. That's it. So my right. kids are in Georgia. Right. So you went to Colorado, though, right? On my own, yes. And your son, you wasn't going out there to be with your son, though. No, I went to Colorado to start my try to try to start something here for my own life. And it was going all right, but then now I see that Colorado is not for me. Okay, so with this with this situation happened with my son going to Pittsburgh, that let me know one because I wasn't happy here in the first place. Last time I talked to y'all, y'all knew that. 
So, secondly, my son moved there, back home. That was a sign. I'm sorry, but I can't let my son grow up in one of the most dangerous cities in America by okay. itself. So, love is love. Caring is caring. But at the end of the day, when it comes to my kid, nothing stops that. If you're not going to ride with me when it comes to me, ride with me when I need to go do something, then guess what? That means you're not going to ride with me for life. Well, at least not right now when you make your own decision. Okay. No, I mean, but if, but if she have to move again and get up, up root from Pittsburgh. No, that's not. She gets, up, she gets up and move again. Guess what? Okay. Well, I'm back home in Pittsburgh right now. Um, Hey, I'm back home in Pittsburgh. That's just what that is. I'm not moving back to Colorado. Like if we're her still talking and she says, "Hey, I want to, I want to try really try us." Okay, well I'm not moving back to Denver, so. Okay. Hey Moby, this like, line of questioning, this line of questioning that you're getting right now is painful for me to even listen to. <laughs> Why is it painful? Because Darren is straight grilling you for no reason. I know, I know you. Your son, I know what he is. Your son is your son is your son. At the end of the day, that's the end of it. No, that's what I'm saying. But that is the end of it. Like, but Darren feels like, well, you you know you love someone. That Darren, I'm sorry, bro. You like Steve Harvey? Hold on, sorry. Okay, you like Steve Harvey? You've been married a couple times, bro. I, I I I listen to your advice, but some of it I just can't. Like, hey, look, there's a there's a limit. That's the limit. I don't care about a woman when it comes to my kid. Period. Right, and it's not and it's not a grill. I'm just asking questions because it's what drives a person. If it drives if it drives a person, okay. If I find love and I have to let it go because of another situation, I was just trying to see what situation was strong enough to let it go. If it wasn't strong enough to keep me with him in the first place, so that that was the line of question because it, it was certain situations that that I'm having to go through now, not me personally, but I'm helping somebody else with, that they're in the same situation. So that's why I was asking him what drove him to make that decision because that's not a, it's not an easy decision to make when you're really in love, I don't believe. Right. It's not, it's not, I'm not going to lie. Guess what? I cried. I'm not going to bullshit. I, that, excuse me. I'm not going to BS. That whole day when, when I found out this information, then I found out like I was holding it from her. And she, this, is, this is exactly the reason why I told her. Because she felt, she, hold on, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She she started feeling something. She had her women's intuition started kicking in. So she started feeling like something's up with him, and he's not telling me. And she started thinking it was other things. Like I told y'all before, she started thinking it was other things, and it wasn't. It wasn't that. What reason why she thinking it was like some I I, I didn't got a chick pregnant or some stuff like that. Like I'm hiding something really big, and it was actually this. So the whole day when I was at work, I felt like you know how you you know how you get in trouble at school and your mama know about it and you're gonna get that behind whip when you get home and you know you're gonna get that behind whip when you get home. So that feeling you have all day at school, I had that feeling at work the whole day because I knew I had to tell her. So mm-hmm. when I finally told her, like when I was sitting there telling her, like I, I said, look, before I say anything, I want you to feel my body and look at my face because right now what I'm about to tell you hurts. Because I don't want to do it because I actually love being around you and I love and I care about you. I cried. There wasn't no it wasn't no fake tears, it wasn't no made up stuff, it was actually real tears. I was really upset that I had to do this, but at the end of the day, my son I get I, it. I gotta I, do this. 
So, okay, so when we first started, it was like, it ain't no big deal. That's what I'm going to do. It is what it is. Now, that's what I was expecting to hear the first time. Like, you really in love with this person, but and it was a hard oh, yeah. tear. Okay. Oh, it was yeah. a hard tear. It's a hard. Don't get it twisted. It's going to be a hard tear. I did, but my mindset is like, like, okay, it's a hard tear, but now that I told her, that tear is over with. You know what I mean? And, Und- hey. Now, 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 you just helped me with something, and I appreciate it because I and thank you for getting to the to the bottom line that it do hurt, and you had to make a tough decision, and your decision was to go this way, and she should have followed because if she felt the same way, yeah. she felt your heart, and she, and I believe she should have followed. You know. Well, see, that's the key. That's the key there too. I was gonna say, if two people, it's got to be on both ends. If it's two people, it's like say, if he said. I'm just using that situation, Moby situation. He told the young lady, hey, I'm going to move back, you know, to another town or a town I came from, my hometown, because of this reason. You know, then in her mind, she got to feel some type of way about him to say, hey, I feel our relationship is at this level, this level. You know, I want to be with you for the rest of my life or whatever it is. So, you know, I want to go too, you know. Or right. was he flexible? I mean, yeah, or it, you know, it didn't sound like he had any flexibility. He just said, well, this is what I'm doing. You know, I mean, that could almost be looked at to a certain degree of selfishness. I'm not saying a bad way. You know, he made up his mind. He said, that's what he's going to do. But, again, yeah. you know, from her point of view, uh, what is he compensating for me? Is he compensating anything for me? You know, uh, and then, again, you have – I just want to add this in there. You got relationships in the other way, too, where – Somebody, you know, on onset might not want to be with this person, but then they win them over, you know. Uh, you know, we know guys do that sometimes. They throw on their money. They make sure she goes on shopping sprees and this, that, and the other and trying to win her over. You know, women do that. Make sure she cooking clean for a man and do this and do that or whatever. Try to win him over to where they want to be in this relationship for a long period of time. Hey, hey, guess what? Yeah, it's funny you said that because remember the last time I talked to y'all and I was like, it was 80-20, the things she's not doing? Guess what? She has changed all that stuff up now that I told her. She is doing exactly the woman I want her to be. Mm. Just thinking that way. Try to win you over. Just thinking that way. Just thinking that way. It's so funny. But it's, but but the the thing is, I mean, I I don't like lopsided uh, situations, and I think mm-hmm. that kind of test it when, hey, I'm willing to do this because you see you see I'm going for the safety of 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 a child that I brought into this world. So, yeah. uh, do you would you love me? Because I if if you told me something like this and it was for a child of yours, I I would quickly go with you. I would quickly relocate. Because I will understand your heart, but do you understand me, or do you love me the same as I would love you? And then, and mm-hmm. I think that's what what we find out at that fork in the road. Is this person going to love me the same as I love them? And it hurt when they don't make the decision that we would make if the shoe was on the other foot. All right. Well, well, Darren, you talking about? See, the thing is about us. See, the thing about men is we're gonna take that risk. We are risk takers. See, women are about comfort. See, you mess with a woman's comfort. Like I said before, I think episodes ago, you mess with a woman's comfort, bro. Yeah, look, um, I'm out of this they conversation don't... right now because I'm going in the house. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks, though, Moby. Go ahead. Go ahead, Simon. 
No, I was saying, I say when you mess with a woman's comfort, bro. Anytime you mess with a woman's comfort, especially when she's really comfortable, bro, that's you, 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 you. That's fighting words, man. Because some women is just the thing is sometimes, sometimes. I mean, maybe women back in the day, like so maybe talking about back in the fifties, the forties, and stuff like that, they was in it for the long haul. But, bro, these sisters nowadays. Man, listen, it's it's the wind blow left, she going left. The wind blow right, she going right, man. It's it's a different breed of women out here now. <laughs> so I mean, I I guess if you say so, man, I think a woman has to to understand that okay, how much he really love me. If he going to put a ring on it, then I know he's serious. If he still I mean, I think they think in those terms and and that's part of the comfort like you are talking about too. Um but if a woman, well, if a woman, but I want to get back to this story. If a woman, this particular woman, she, the man, uncaught feelings with her, should people like that become friends afterwards? I know Simon said earlier that y'all was cool after that happened, right? You still went over yeah, that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. We was cool. Like I said, I mean, you know, after we had our, and for like I said, I apologized and everything like that. We was cool. But I had, you know, I, I, you know, we had moved on, and she had, like I said, dealt with other people, and she got. I think she got married. Like, it was real cool. She had got married by the time, you know, I left Japan and stuff. So, yeah, it was cool. Wait, who's she married? No, she married. I didn't marry anybody. She got married Wait, to... Who did she marry? Um, who did she marry? Somebody new? Yeah, because like I said, she had, like I said, she, she must she had some real self-esteem issues. Like I said, I mean, she's, it's just, like, you're a bad girl. Like I said, she had a banging body, but it was just, like I said, I was first to the table. And like I said, she had did her rounds, and at the end, by the time I was leaving Okinawa, she was leaving Okinawa. She had she got married to uh, some E7. So, yeah, bro, she got past the rounds. So I'm glad I didn't marry that one. Now, now, would you would have went to her wedding if she would have asked you to go? Yeah, I wouldn't have okay. cared. I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm I'm asking this question because somebody uh, I invite I was invited to somebody's wedding. That um that we knew what she was about in high school, and then we knew she what she was about in college, and then some some dude that didn't know what we knew, um he ended up marrying her, but the conversation at her wedding was I didn't think it was appropriate, but I was joined I joined in on it too, cause I I, I knew a lot, but you know it it wasn't it wasn't cool I I, I thought about it afterwards it wasn't cool for us to be at this woman's wedding and talk about how much she got passed around and how much what she used to do to different dudes that was at our table with us, you know, but uh, it was it was kind of uncomfortable, but it was funny at the time. You know, I was immature then. It was funny at the time, but it wasn't after a while. So that's why I was asking that question. Yeah, if a person is catching yeah, feelings, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I mean, my goodness, <laughs> that'd be a weird conversation, bro. Listen, when she got to Okinawa, dog, I was the first one that hit that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you might be you might be number fifteen. You know, I don't know because you know when I used to get, I'm not. Nah, that's <laughs> I'm not having that conversation. But yeah, <laughs> if a person began to catch feelings, how could how can the other person address it without fracturing the ego or the spirit of the offender, or not destroy the friendship that is truly valued? So if somebody catch feelings. How can the other person address it? You know, like, look, man, like, you addressed it. The girl addressed it by putting a condom in the top of the trash can by being slick. 
But if she wanted to break it off or you wanted to break it off, how could you could have broke it off without hurting her? How can you break it off like that? Well, see, that's, see that's, that was hard because, like I said, she was catching. She was more – see, I was more on the physical side. She was more on the emotional side because she really thought we was kind of like together. So we, you know, say we doing our thing. She was like, well, you, I mean, you kind of like my boyfriend, you know, we, we kind of, you know, you come over every night, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, well, sweetheart, this, I'm just getting it in. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, eventually, I mean, eventually it broke off. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like I said, she could have done, she could have been like, listen, I'm talking to somebody else, boom, boom, boom. We can't do this no more. I mean, it it, would have been, you know, it is what it is. So, you would have been been that hard. You would have been able to accept that one easier than seeing a condom, an open condom? Yeah, because it, it's, to me, it was, like I said, I was a little boy. It was more of a, a respect. Even though, yeah, I'm smashing somebody else and you, but the thing is, you're, it's, a, it's a get back move. I didn't like that get back. I didn't like the taste of my own medicine. So I was <laughs> I was in little boy mode. I didn't like that. You know, you didn't have to do that. You could have you just said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm dealing with somebody else. I would have been cool, but now you, I got to walk in your room and find a condom. Then you know it's this little get back, and I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> hey, hey, Derek, um, you know why I think a lot of times the, these type of relationships end up going their separate ways is well, because that. um, if it's a physical relationship where y'all like pretty much being physical, I guess often enough. Now, I'm not talking about like once a year or something like that, but y'all doing it often. Um, people grow at different paces, and I think oftentimes one person may be at a place in that relationship um, different, differently than the other person. And then those that's when requirements kind of – I mean, they say, like, where is this relationship going? One person may get to that point quicker than the other person. And now they're in different places of the relationship, where at the first when they first started, they was at the same place. Right, you know, people right. Grow at different paces. Right. And then they might, they might that growth might get to a point where it's so different that not not the same thing anymore. Yeah. Um. And I think that that's why um people shouldn't start affairs. I mean, they shouldn't start affairs anyway, but they can't start an affair thinking that this is all it's gonna be. Because it's never all it's gonna be. You know, that side shit mm-hmm. gonna. Feelings and she's gonna get emotional, but and and that leads me to my next question: Who's more prone to catch the feelings first in these type of situations? Is a male more prone to catch feelings or a female? Which I think one is more? Whoever pulled back, whoever pulled back first, sometimes might catch feelings. Uh, the other person might catch feelings. The person who pulls back first? The person who pulls back first, I, I think that can spurn the other individual to kind of run in or catch feelings so you can have a reaction. If they have a, a successful physical relationship, you know, so it's something that they, they, one person is enjoying and is like cool with, and the other person starts pulling back, that might pull the other person. Like it's a natural reaction. So, so do you, how do you think affairs work? I'm joking. It's emotional relationships. 
Okay, but I'm talking about with the person from the person who just want who just ended to have sex with somebody else. How do they work? What do you mean work? Like, how, how do, do they, they work? Because like, a lot of people got side chicks. So how is this relationship supposed to work? Do the do the side chicks supposed to just follow all the rules and just receive the sex? Just stay there for a little while until she get tired or until she starts catching feelings? That's what people expect on the onset. That's what people expect. Anybody ever had a side chick? And I know you probably want. Do anybody know anybody that got a side chick? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> so, so please, tell me how that's going. I just would imagine that both of y'all would have to, have to have something to lose. I'm talking about the person that you know. You said you know a person with a side chick. I'm asking you, how's that going for him? I mean, I'm not all in his business like that, so I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it varies from person to person. Let me tell you a story. I remember back in the day, when I was a little kid, and I never forget, my mother had a friend, this lady friend of hers, and she was kind of big lady, but she was kind of cute. You know, if you looked at her, she was kind of cute. And all in years, I remember her being around, you know, family and friends, and you know, uh, cookouts and family gatherings and parties the adults used to have. You know, I never really remember seeing her with a man or having a man or nothing like that. And then all of a sudden, she popped up pregnant. Like, she was pregnant. She finally had a daughter. That was her only daughter, too. And um, after I got older, I asked my mom, and she kind of explained it to me. But some people are comfortable with that. You know, if if a person is giving you what you feel you need and they stick to that, some people are okay with that. You know, they have agreement. Some people can't stick with them. Then you have various situations, like we talked about tonight, where people – it's been so long, or they might have been through some ups and downs, and that person was there for them, or whatever. It comes into where they start catching these feelings for one another, or one person catches the feelings because a person did something, or they really, you know, got into the intimacy, uh, and it was really, really good. You know, they don't have nobody else or nothing like that, and they feel like that's where their main source of, uh, for lack of a better word, love comes from, or this great loving feeling, this great intimate feeling, and, you know, we humans, you know, we going to do that. Yeah, well, uh, anybody else that knows somebody with a side chick? They know somebody who have a side yeah. chick? Sam, you was about to say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew uh, one of my homeboys. He did, he did what I did. So... <laughs> But he did it worse, though. So he uh, he was messing. He was married. He was matter of fact, his uh, I'm not gonna. I don't want him listening. <laughs> well, um, he uh, he he caught feelings uh, for uh, my homegirl. But like I said, he was married. You know, off and on, they was they was basically done. He should have divorced her a long time ago. But she, like I said, she was dealing with him for years. So, but she, you know, she was a big girl. So she started to lose weight. And um, 
And, you know, she she started to, to go out there. You know, she's starting to get, you know, she's starting to get a little attention, and she got her little boyfriend, this, and this dude, this married dude, going to run up to the house, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he going to, you know, he she's at, um, she was at her little boyfriend house, whatever, and he going to come the next day to to the boyfriend house. Like, okay, like, you going to run up there, like, you going to, like, bro, what you going to do? Like, what, like, she does have a life. Like, she's not your slave. Like, what, what? what what you expecting to happen? So he he did one of my numbers, but he actually ran to the house and thought he was about to bust a cap or something. I don't know what he's about to do, but yeah. <laughs> so the so the side hit the side chick made him go crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was like you said, you come because you know how people get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Once you get comfortable with somebody for so long, and somebody impedes on that, yeah, dude, you go, you get you 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 disturbing the peace. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Malcolm, you remember that security guard at O and I that um he got caught up with his with a side chick and he went in and pulled a gun out on the boyfriend of the side chick. Oh, dang. He married. Yeah. He, he was a. You, you remember the dude? He was a real big security guard. I cannot remember him or that situation. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, he lost his job over that because he unholstered his weapon and all that stuff, and he and it wasn't in an environment, but. You know, he pulled up on the side chick's boyfriend, and he w- he was the side he was the side dude, and and she was the side chick, and he married, and she wasn't. And I just see them these just because it started out as a sex thing, and then it ends up in a, in a chaotic situation, you know that uh, that most of us don't want to be in, and and this catching feeling stuff, you know. Uh, when I read this story, it just kind of you know, kind of hit home a little bit because, uh, you know, somebody got somebody got shot and killed by dealing with a side chick, you know. Um, oh, yeah. My, you know, my aunt, she got killed. She left her two daughters behind because her and my uncle, they were married, and she had a boyfriend when they break up for a little while, and then, you know, she was getting hers on the side and he was getting his, but then when they decided to come back together, um, they say, you know, we're going to do what's better for our daughters. And and we're going to leave our, these other people alone, and we're going to just come back together. So they were supposed to go break up with these two people. And he broke up with his side chick. But when, he went to, when she went to break up with him, her boyfriend, then uh, he sliced her neck, and she died in front of her kids. So, wow. you know, it's kind of close to home, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this story. Because it it affects a whole lot of people when 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 side pieces get into it and people start catching feelings and it's just supposed to be a sex thing and all fun and games until it's not because you don't know you yeah. playing with you're not playing with people's you know feelings you you playing with their life you know people thinking they going somewhere with this thing and 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 it's not or they just don't read enough into it. So when I read this story, this young lady, she could have put herself in a dangerous situation just by having this man, you know, abide by these silly rules, uh, no feelings attached, leave before the bath water, fill up so my water won't get cold, no pop-ups, no culling before and after. You can't play with a person's heart like that. I believe that's what you're playing with when you do something like that. So my next question, how would a person truly feel 
if one break the relationship due to wanting to get serious with someone else? Oh, How that's somebody... drama right there. Say again? <laughs> that's drama right there. Yeah, but if it has to that's be done. You know what it's playing? I mean, what kind of drama could she bring to you? I mean, you know, we hear situations all the time when a side chick come up on a job or, you know, and I, I tried to get my brother on the phone tonight. He had to go to work, but he had a side chick situation too. And I'm like, you know, just because you're in the military, just because we come from a, player, a family full of players, that don't mean these women ain't crazy either. Right, exactly. Because you got some women, they'll find out, you know, who the guy with, follow that woman home and, do all kind of stuff to her car, vehicle, or might come on her job if she find out, you know. So some women don't take that lightly. Might get dumped for another woman. <laughs> Do anyone think a woman can maintain a sexual relationship with different men as men can with women? Yeah, they call them escorts. No, that's that's they getting paid. I'm talking about a regular yeah. sexual. Relationship. This woman just wanted to maintain her sexual relationship. Some can. I mean, no it's men. still it's the same whether they're getting paid or not. It's still the same. They got multiple men running up in them. Some women can. But that's not a relationship, though. That's a job. We ain't talking about models. They still getting ran up in. <laughs> multiple people. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know anybody you, else. You know, Dan, you you know you know when you have intimacy with somebody like that, man. That's you know soul touching, you know. So if you did, or you know, you don't put your soul in a position where you can receive multiple people and don't bother you, you know, to to each of them, it is what it is. But. Again, because we are humans, we are built with emotions and the whole nine yards. It takes its toll, man. Do anybody believe in hey, soul time? I got Go ahead, Tom. I, I, I got a question. Do, do people cheat with people that they would get with but for some reason don't want to? I'm, not, I'm sorry, not cheat. But um, well, sorry, I guess you could yeah, cheat. Do they, do they have sexual relationships? just sexual relationships with people that they would get with but for some reason are not going to? Or is it more that they have sexual, just sexual relationships with people they would never get with? If you understand so you, what I'm asking. So you're saying... Right, I was, so you're saying that would somebody have sex with somebody who they know they ain't going to get with and don't yeah, care to like shit? I'm, I'm thinking like a lot of these sides, these these, uh, these just sexual relationships are with people that you would get with, but for some reason, some circumstance is just keeping you from doing it, but you'd rather have a, a sexual relationship, or is it that you get with somebody that you would never have a, a relationship with, but you would just smash? Like I think, it's, I think it's more of the person you're dealing with, you probably would get with, but for some reason, you just the timing ain't right. So you just have a sexual relationship. If it's something that's ongoing. I believe it's I mean, from off. both aspects, from both aspects, those things can happen. You know, somebody could say, you know, well, they got with a woman, say from a man's point of view, and he married the woman, you know, that he wanted to be with or whatever. 
But actually, that one woman that got away, you know, she was all that in college or in high school, wherever he remember her from. And, you know, maybe he was always in a relationship. She was always in a relationship. They never could get together. Or maybe finally he got married. Now she's by herself. But they always wanted to get together. So they were like, hey, you know, let's try it. It was going to be a little one-night stand or one-time thing. Or, you know, maybe we do this every other third Saturday of the month, you know, uh, whatever it could be. But some of those, um, you know, what you just brought up, uh, the varying scenario, it could happen between people just for whatever reason, you know, make sure you know, except I wanted this person all this time and wasn't able to get them. Now I can, or maybe I feel like I'm just out here, you know, I just want somebody I can bump around, knowing I don't have no attention stand with them for a long period of time because it's just a side thing. I'm with the person I'm with, and, you know, that's what I want, but I just want to get some little extracurriculum activity, you know. I think it boils down to greed, man. I mean, an opportunity to be greedy just because you can, and I believe people mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. You know, especially people who just want to, um, just don't want to be bothered with a relationship and, and the doings of one. You know, hey, look, you married, you ain't got nothing to lose. I don't want a man. You know, you still ain't got nothing to lose. I'll, you know, I, I have a, I got another cousin. You know, the married life is not for her anymore. She got her kids, and she was done wrong in her marriage. So she's like, look, I got me a side dude. I got me a dude that I'm a side chick to. And I don't mind being a side chick. I'm going to wash up, so no perfume. I ain't trying to ruin his relationship. But I don't want him to be in over here messing up my stuff. You know, let him go home with his wife and his kids. You know, but just break me off every once in a while. I don't understand that lifestyle because I don't know the hurt and the pain that it takes for somebody to be into that level. You know, I don't know that kind of pain. Um, I I wish that nobody did. But apparently that's what drive a person sometime to want to be this type of person, you know, and I know we talked about side chicks before, but we never did, we never did, you know, talk about catching the feelings because I asked her about catching the feelings. She said, he ain't never got to worry about that. And if I do, I'll break up with him and get me somebody else. I was like, wow, that's some strong stuff. Yeah, I mean, for me, sometimes. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm real quick, but I'm saying for some men, it's, I mean, it's like that. It's like you go to Baskin-Robbins, they got 31 flavors, you know, and if all you ever get is vanilla all the time, every time, you know, <laughs> maybe some people feel like that's boring. You know, hey, it's a whole bunch of out there. I want to at least try a little something in now and again. So just people set their mindset up what they're trying to get into or what they feel like. And maybe sometimes it's just at the time, it's at the spur of the moment. Uh, but again, you know, we breathe and thinking, uh, intimate beings, you know, sometimes when we put in our mind that that's what we're going to do, that's what we go out and do it and try it, you know, so we get the results of high CEO or we don't want to be in that position or we get busted or whatever. But sometimes we just think we big enough, we bad enough and we black enough and we just do it. Mm. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, this is kind of, a, I guess, a monkey wrench question, but I just want your opinion or the or the opinion. Uh, uh, and he's breaking up, Malcolm. Awesome, Malcolm. You breaking up? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lee, you hear me now? Okay. 
uh, it's a guy, say he's like in his mid-40s, maybe late, late 50s. Um, he, maybe he has a career already established. Maybe he's in, in retirement. Him and his wife, they've been together for 20, 25 years. And um, they, he's real good. He's never cheated on her. She's never cheated on him. Good wife and all that. But he has an overwhelming feeling that he just want to have sex with other women. Like he hasn't cheated or anything. His kids is, is grown. They're out of the house. The money's good. If he's separated from his wife, everybody be fine. Nobody be hurt. Would he? Would he be immature to to pursue that? To say you know, because he, he got it's just an overwhelming feeling in, inside of him that he just wants to do that. To 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 leave his wife and pursue that, or should he just forget? Do something about that feeling and just stay with his wife. He was so he Say that again. I said I think he's gonna do something regardless, bro. I mean, if it's if it's if he got a burning feeling like that, he gonna yeah. he gonna he gonna do something about it. It ain't gonna be some, bro. This this that's like a new car. Like you could be driving to your your car you've been with for a minute, but soon you see the new you see the new Corvette that you really want. You are gonna be like, listen, I I'm about to, you know, I love this old car, but listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> Test drive, bro. You you gonna do something about it? <laughs> you think so? So would it be would it be fair for him to say just to end the family so so he so he doesn't cheat on his wife and she's a good wife and nothing wrong with her. They have a good relationship, but this is just something that he just personally wants. He just wants to have sex with different women, different different bodies, different people. Well, and I so mean, that, that, to, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry, I don't want to stop. Wait, wait. I'm just saying, I mean, we're going to play this. Like I said before, I know I, I talked about the multiple wives thing, whatever. But, I mean, truthfully, this is coming up more and more and more. So, I mean, some brothers, you know, he might go to his wife and be like, listen, you know, hey, I see this attractive woman. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring her in. There's no kids in the house. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 see, I see this happening. I see this conversation happening more and more. I know we talked about this a while ago, but. I mean, he could he could do that number. Listen, let's bring her in instead of doing all this cheating stuff. Let's go ahead and just bring her in and have her as some type of sister wife or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, mean, I I often say it to a brother just for speaking. You know, to your point, I've often said that I think you know monogamy, especially in the United States, it fails miserably every day. You know, um, because of we try to put people in that mindset whether that's from a biblical perspective or, you know, from the government perspective that you should only have, you know, one wife, uh, whatever it is you believe in, you know, your morals and everything. But, again, man, monogamy fails miserably every day by somebody multiple times, you know. So, I don't know, polygamy, you know, if I think it looks funny to some countries who have practice of polygamy. You know, we look funny to them, but what we do. So, again, this is where you were brought up at, what you seen, uh, what was your normal, you know. Maybe those people out in Utah or wherever they are, they practice that. It looks funny to them, monogamy, because that's what they norm is to them. Well, to the point of, of, of being unfaithful, it ain't got nothing to do with the money. You know, I, Malcolm mentioned, you know, if the money is great, everything will be okay. If you're going to do all of that, just get a divorce. I mean, if you're not, if you don't want to be married, and I understand feelings change, times change, people change, 
you know, the environment changed. You ain't got kids no more. I mean, my environment has changed tremendously since we don't have nobody in the house. It ain't changed to the dramatic point of, you know, let me bring another chicken here. But because I ain't trying to die. But if I ever get that (laughs) urge, I would definitely, you know, explore, you know, getting a divorce because I don't I, I shouldn't be in the in something that that's that's called uh union if I don't want to be in that union with that person. So ain't no sense in playing no games and, and, and and risk hurting her and risk getting yourself possibly hurt. Just you know, listen, this ain't working out. You know, my mind has changed, my body has changed and so have yours. You not you don't want it as much as I do or whatever the case is. You know, I want to try a white girl now or a Chinese girl now. I want to explore the world now. I'm trying to go go worldwide with this with this dingling. But if that's what you want to do, I think you should tell. You should be a man enough instead of being a punk and sneaking around and saying, you know, and, and possibly getting her a disease. You know, I, I, there's too many risks in that. You know, so I, I believe. I, I hear what you're saying, and I totally agree with you to a certain degree. But, again, People, because people vary, it goes from different person to different person. You know, some people, uh, it might not be about, you know, I just want to get a divorce. You said earlier about being selfish, whatever. You might have a husband and wife couple that's been together 25, 30 years. It seems like everything is going uh, right. They got finances, maybe they own businesses and everything else, you know, but he just got this urge, you know to be with a certain type of chick or whatever. He don't want to be with her for a long term or whatever. He just want to get his rocks off, whatever, and finish, you know, building this empire with his wife or whatever. Uh, again, because of things people feel in an intimate way, you know, or something they created in their mind that they want to do, they see it a different way. Or even if you're a man, you know, your wife cut you off for long periods of time for whatever reason and stuff like that, it may push – you know, one man, he could take it and deal with it, but another man, it may push him over the edge, you know, in two, three days or whatever. So, again, you just have various people with various mindsets that's going to do what it is they feel they want to do. They go for it. Well, let, me ask, well, let me ask Malcolm something. If that man wanted to do just for a minute, get out there and see what's going on, would he allow his wife to do the same thing? If, you know, if he was, you know, like, look, babe, won't we do the Jada Pickett, Will Smith thing? Why don't you just do your thing and go out to the club, let me do my thing, go out to the club? Will he be willing for his wife to do the same thing? Because nine times in ten, if you ask that same man who want to get out there and explore the world and get some different booty, I guarantee he won't let his wife get the same. Now, so, so, the, so the, I guess the the, the, the ruler, the, the purpose of my question was, um, basically, would it be selfish for a guy? Because I'm not saying that he should cheat on her. He's never cheated on her. He was in the relationship for something as petty as getting his rocks off. But it's something that's really burning in him. Like, is that weak of him? Or but can he? he but again, could you have to ask the same question? Would he be okay no, he, with his? Well, what he would, what he would do, what he would do is he would approach his wife and let her know, I'm going to get a divorce because, and I mean maybe he can be, he might even just be honest with her, but but he's going to say because I don't want to cheat on you, I'm going to end this 25 year relationship, this successful relationship. There's nothing wrong with you, but I just got this desire to 
sleep around. And so and it's just to get my rocks off. That's it. I'm not looking for another relationship. I just want to have sex. It's just something in me for that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. would he be cheap or weak or, or something if he pursued that? Or should he just stay with his wife and just ignore those feelings? Again, Malcolm, I think that if his if he's allowed to put himself in the shoes of his wife and allow him his wife to be in his shoes, would he be allowed or would he accept his wife doing the same thing that he's requesting to do? Or his desire to be outside of the marriage, would he be allowed to and would he be like, Okay, well, so babe, you can go out there and get you some different penis too? Well what what what, what so to do apples to apples he would have she would ask for a divorce and he would have to accept it. So you're asking would he do that? I'm asking he should, he should do it. He should do what? He should ask for a divorce. Man up, get a divorce and go live the life that he wanna live and leave her alone. Period. That's under the guise of monogamy. I mean, y'all see it clean cut like that. Under the guise of monogamy, since I can't have more than one wife or one woman at one time, you know, then whatever I had going on with this woman, because I want something else, uh, I release her of her obligations to me. I release myself of my obligation to her as a husband, as a wife, so I can pursue something else just in a sexual manner. Right, I mean, because it's not marriage at that point. I don't even know what you call that. Like, you know, yeah, I want to go out and sleep. Right, I want to go out there and sleep with other women. I want you to be cool with it. You can't sleep with other men, but, you know, let's just still call it marriage, you know, for the purpose mm-hmm. of appearances. No. Yeah. Man up, get a divorce, and go live your life the way you want to live it and let her go find a husband that's going to, you know, treat her right. Yeah. And then uh, to answer Dan's question, you, know, you just brought it up, T-Hawk, about do the man want his woman to do the same thing he doing. Well, of course not. We know women, we know women have, or I put it like this, I ain't going to speak for all men, but a number of men don't want their woman to have that type of quality with them. Of course not, you know? I would like to ask a question, though. So is a man, a, a man in this an established man in his forty, mid forties, fifties. He lived his life, established, proven, respectable man. Is throwing away what he's established over twenty five years with this other human being. They have a great relationship. She's done nothing wrong. Is throwing that all the way, all the way, just to get his rocks off. Is that an even exchange in this in this life we live now? No, that wouldn't even be worth exchange it. How though? But wait, wait, hold on, hold on. When you say even exchange. Even exchange for whose benefit? Hers or his? His. I don't know. That doesn't sound like even exchange. If you don't value what you built for the last twenty five years. If you don't value it, then no. Right. I mean so under the guise of monogamy under the guise of monogamy, right. you know, you you did. You you throwing everything away, right. I understand what you're saying, but under the guise of monogamy, if you're gonna be a monogamous person and practice monogamy, then you know, you got a total line, and it's that one man, right, one woman listen. thing. Right, right. But here's the crazy part. Dudes throw it away all the time without even having the conversation. They just be in a marriage 30, 25 years and go out and cheat and get caught and be like, what did I do? And spend the rest of the time trying to get back in. Yeah. They do it anyway. 
But but mm. but but then check this out though. So if if he doesn't throw it away, where he just lives with those urges or somehow just deal with them, because he ain't gonna cheat on her, because she's no respectable to him. He honors her in that sense. But he just has these urges that he don't even know where they came from. He ain't never really felt that way. But he's in his prime, all that. He he's just like I would just love to be out there. He's smart, all that other stuff. He's just ready, you know. And so he's just in his, his urges. That's it. Yeah, but well, that's why people get came, into right. That ship uh-huh. came and sailed away, brother. When he said, "I do," I mean, I don't want to sell textbook, but you know, you got into a marriage situation. You should have taken care of all that before then. How you going after the fact? You've been married twenty five years, talking about I'm in my prime now. I need to go back out to the club. Where did you do that? <laughs> no, I mean, some people when they do, they get into other things with their partner. You know, they get into other things. They get into role playing. You know, they used to have a meme of uh, this lady saying, my man said he wanted to see other people, and then they show pictures of her with different color wigs on and all that. And she said, I got them covered, you know, something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, people people know those things that's going on or whatever, or they try to control them. They get into other things. They and get into role playing. They get into fetish type right. things. and them like that because, you know, by nature, I think, well, I say by nature, I mean our actual instincts for certain ways we feel, especially from a sexual nature, we want to try it. We might be curious about it, but then when we get under the guise again of monogamy, you know, then we might say, well, if I'm going to limit it to this one partner, maybe we'll be explore, you know, explorative. You know, remember Darren telling us about this little Superman thing, you know, uh, again, when you got this partner for life, you may want to explore some different things, you know, hoping that's just right. going to keep things between you and her. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, keep it exciting, man, you know what I mean? You can do whatever you want in your marriage bedroom. You just can't have a third or a fourth person in there with y'all. You know, as long as y'all two, you can do right. these guys the limit. Those guys you know, are monogamy, you know, keep, right. Right, right, keep it active, man. Keep it keep it exciting, and then you won't have to go out. See, that's the best of both worlds, I believe. If you can keep it exciting at home, you get to keep everything that you establish, you know, and just build on it. But when you step outside, man... That that's a risky step to take. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's under the guise of monogamy, and I keep saying that so that you all can get a a view of that and say that's what you believe under the guise of monogamy. But somebody brought up earlier about sister wives and stuff. You know, uh, with things in America changing. You know, I mean, if male can marry male, female can marry female. You know, same sex marry same sex or whatever. Now, are they going to come up with a law where those who want to practice uh, polygamy, you know, if they want more than one wife or one husband, that going to be more acceptable now in the United States in the coming years to come, or what? Hmm. Hmm. If it does, man, I mean, it, it, don't call it marriage. That's been my theme from the beginning. Right. If you're going to sit right. here and do something that you want to do and you want to marry somebody that, or you want to have three and four wives, or you want to have another man with you, don't call it something that's sacred as what's been cherished or has been titled from a, a spiritual being called marriage. Call it something different because the definition of marriage is one man and one woman. That's marriage. If you want to say cohabitating, if you want to say we just sleeping together, side chick, or whatever you want to call it. Call it that, and, that, and I give it more respect. 
Yeah. Now, see, Dan, right. that's I from think... your religious background, what you're saying that. But what about now? Like I said, the United States government recognizes same-sex marriages. So, you know, same-sex, whatever you want to call it. So you're looking at the end. You said one man, one woman. What about uh, those people who believe, you know, as long as it's one person at a time, regardless of uh, the makeup of that from gender assignment, you know, as long as it's one person at a time, they're good with it, huh? But the definition of chicken ain't never changed. The definition <laughs> of a pocketbook right, right. never changed. The mm. definition of a sofa has never changed. But the definition, why the definition of marriage got to change to two men? When, you know, the the word marriage is a religious word. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual right, word. Right, right. Why are you going to sit up here and try to change it into a worldly word and say two men can do this too? Just call it something yeah. else. Because guess what? Just when call you call it, else. then the reason why I would not get my counseling license, because you know what it says on the bottom line or in the last paragraph? It exactly. says anybody that is married, that is married, two men or two women, you have to provide them with the same type of counseling. You cannot turn mm-hmm. away anybody or you will be dis- it will be considered discrimination. Mhm. I said, "Oh no, 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 sir. I can't do I I'm not doing that." Because that means I can't turn away. I don't have nothing to provide as marital advice for two women or two men coming to me with their problems. Yeah. I can get sued just by having a license. So that kind of cripples me to getting a license that I could actually use to help people that I'm already doing, but I can't get an official license because I want to agree to counsel two men being married or two women being married. And I don't I don't believe that's I don't believe that's right, but hey, it is what I'm not doing that. Can't you just say you're overbooked? <laughs> <laughs> well, when they say, when, when is your next is your next appointment? When is your next available appointment? What are you going to do, keep lying to them? Yeah, like, what day did you say you want to come in? Oh, I'm on vacation that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't want to take one out. Never you were February 31st. <clears throat> Never oh, vacation. Vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but I just, I just um, it's, it's weird. It's getting weirder and weirder, like you said, Sam. Um, but if somebody wants to uh, destroy their marriage or they want to not be married anymore, I have so much respect for them. Just like I told my ex-wife, you catching feelings for this person over here, I will have so much respect for them if you catch feelings and be without me. And I won't fight you on a whole lot of stuff, but just don't try to do me wrong. You just you caught feelings, you got caught up, peace out. You we good? Back up with your hands up. You know, back away from the table with your hands up. Everybody keep your hands where I can see them. But then when you go right, behind, right, behind right. your back, I do the same thing. And that's and 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 again, you know, I personally dealt with catching feelings on a family base, on a marital base. And when outside influences come inside, you know, 
I steer away from that kind of stuff. I mean, there's some beautiful women at my job. And I keep min I minimize my conversations with the ones that I know I have a problem with. And it's not to say that I'm weak, but I don't want to continue to talk to you if it ain't about work. Because I know where it can lead, because I know you smiling and I'm smiling, it ain't going to get us nowhere but in trouble. So let me just appreciate the information. I'm out. And, and it takes. Uh, go ahead. I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I told. I, you know, I, I wish I, you wouldn't have said it, and especially the way that you said it. I just wish you wouldn't have said it that way. That's all. Dude, I, hey, I'm an open book, bro. I told my wife, can I tell my wife, keep me clear, baby. You, keep me you clean, tell your wife that? You tell your wife that? Not like that. That there's some women at work that you don't want to talk to because you think that you might get set up with them? No. It's, it's, it's women at work that are attractive, and it don't it do not do me no good to continue to stand there and have a conversation with them if it ain't about work. That's how I explained it to her. He said, do you, he said, do you, do you tell your wife? Like, there are so many beautiful women here that I can't talk about. Like, you literally it. tell her like that? <laughs> I no, told her. That's an argument. The way that's I told her is. Into a situation. The way I just. The way I told her is the way I told y'all just now. I told her. I told but, her, you but, know. But, hold on, hold on, hold on. How come you don't <laughs> see the disconnect in that statement? The disconnect. Right, 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 right. How come? How, how come you don't see? How come you don't see the problem with with that statement? So, what if she came home to you? Hold on, hold on. Let's flip it. What if she had a job, right? And she oh worked in DC, and she came home, and and she said, you know what, man, I got to keep my head down. To the office. There'll be some fine brothers in there, and I I know if I have a conversation with them, something might jump off. So I got to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> listen, I didn't tell her like that. I told her, listen, we got to be cool. No, that's how home. you just told us. That's no, how you I just told us. That, so. Yeah, I told I told y'all that, but I told my wife in a, in other ways. Listen, I don't I don't play around like that. But guess what, babe? You got to make sure we straight before I leave home. You know, we got You got to make sure we are not arguing. We don't, and I told y'all this before, you know, them kind of women smell when you got a problem at home, and then they they quickly approach you with conversations that I don't, that, that's not going to lead anywhere with trouble. So I'm I'm real frank with her when it comes to that. And then, yeah, she does job, do, um, you know, she do tell me she got people trying to holler at her and everything. So we we up we, we front with each other. But I don't know, I'm not, I'm sharing it with y'all because, this, this guy's talking here, but real yeah, I talk. Get it, I get it, but but now you're putting your weakness on her. Mm. Like you putting the fact that you may go in and be weak, so she got to be on top of her job, so you don't be weak. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. I mean, I could I may be hearing something wrong, something different. No, no, I want her. You know what? I want stay on one accord, so I won't give in to temptation. I won't even be tempted. Temptation can't even come my way. That's what. That's so what why you I say, If you don't get none for a month, you may go not, mm. and get ten and be willing to get it right. I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about sex. Well, it, it's included. Uh, anything. I'm, let's just say. Uh, 
let's just say huh? y'all beefing for a whole month. The second yes, month, we may go in there and fall short. No, I don't even want to be tempted to fall short. So I don't want to beef with her before I leave to go to work. I don't want that kind of argument. We need to be on one accord before I leave. And we ain't talking about sex now. Again, we just talking about being on one accord. I mean, why not? Why, if you can't get some draws, what's the point? <laughs> we ain't talking about that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying, and let, let's say if we just beefing. Let's say if we beefing. Another woman that would normally catch your eye if you wasn't married would, would notice if she's attentive, she would notice that something's wrong with you. And even though you're not trying to display it, she would notice, she would pick up on something. It seems to be that way. It's like, a like okay, it's obviously something is wrong with you. What's wrong with you? You can say, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with me, I'm good. No, you didn't say yesterday. You didn't sound like that yesterday. I know you. When you start hearing, when people start talking to you like that, and you in your vulnerable state, and nobody's supposed to know, but this particular person knows, or particular people know, you gotta see, you gotta stand clear away from that. And that's, and I'm just trying to avoid even a conversation. I don't want to have. Now I can have. I'm not saying I can't hold a conversation with no beautiful woman. I am saying I do not want to hold a conversation with someone like that. And me and my wife are at odds because the conversation might lead to something else. I don't even want that temptation is what I'm saying. So that's why I asked her, look, let's stay on, let's make sure we on one accord. Let's not beef in the morning. Let's talk about it when we get home. I don't want you I don't want to walk out the door when you dropping F bombs in my ear and then I go to work with all that on my mind and somebody pick up on it. I don't I don't want that. Well see that's don't. why I say I have questions about monogamy and the validity of it because even, you know, listen to what you just said, Darren said, and how you guys responded to him. You know, we've got to brainwash ourselves. If we're in a monogamous relationship, you know, that we got to put on blinders that all other women are ugly or whatever, or they can't have any, or we'll feel guilty nope. about ourselves. If we see a woman don't say who's we, attractive. Don't put, yeah, I say we. No, no, no. When I say, wait, when I say, when I say we, I know, when I say we, I mean it collectively, but as a married man, you know, a man that's in a, woman, a relationship with a woman under the guise of monogamy, and when I say we, I just say collective term, you know, that even if you go to your wife and just say, wow, honey, you know, I saw a beautiful woman, you risk the chance of her feeling some type of way or having an attitude with you. So we got to brainwash ourselves to talk a certain discuss another woman, because Guys, I'm here to tell you. I know you think your woman is the most beautiful woman in the world in the whole nine yards. I understand that. But she wasn't the last one. There's still gorgeous women out here. So as a married man or as a man that's in a monogamous relationship, you got to brainwash yourself to turn off all these feelings and noticing another attractive woman and all that. So that makes me question the validity of this monogamy and what it's really all about. We missing something yeah. somewhere. We ain't listening to nothing, man. You just listening to one dude's testimony of how you feel. <laughs> with, no, with no, you I'm saying in general. That is just one dude. I'm in saying general. in general, man, in general. That's, that's not in general, man. I don't need that. Okay. I don't need to brainwash my. I never need to brainwash myself to go out in the street. Are you kidding me? 
I gotta bring myself. You married, right? I gotta right? bring myself. No, not no more. But even when okay, I was, well, see, you're talking from the single man's point of view. <laughs> right, no, I'm talking from both sides. So you said as a married man, you said as a married man, you you had a relationship where I'm asking because I don't know, but you had a relationship where you right. was comfortable and you could go home and say, "Baby, Quita at work with the big booty, ooh wee." You can do that. No, not, no, that's what I'm trying to admit to you is that <laughs> Quita at work with the big booty wouldn't even phase me enough to come home and mention it. I see him all day long. You see him in the store. You see him everywhere. You gonna come? Yeah, so you refresh it. I mean, you. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying even if you want, so anything that you see, you just repressing it. You refresh. You let it go, like for lack of a better word, you know, in one ear, one out, out the other, or in your eyes, and you know, out your nose, or whatever. I don't know. So all that you see on a daily basis, or whatever, you repress it. And to keep building up your feelings towards the woman you with, you know. She well, loves me. She loves me not. She loves me. She loves me not. You know, one of them type deals. I don't know, brother. I don't know, man. I think it's mind over matter. I mean, it's yeah. mind over matter. Either exactly. You want the one you got that, or you don't. And if you and don't, you're going to want something else. Right. It's not the fact you don't want the woman that you want. That's what I'm saying. My question of the validity of monogamy is just the fact that you suppressing all these other feelings, and it's all focused on one person. Right, well, you, Man, right, but you, but you, you also got to be careful of that kind of dialogue with your woman. When you want to yeah. open up the the floor for conversation to talk about, you know, you saw somebody attractive, and she saw somebody attractive, but you want to talk about how you refrained from taking it to another mm-hmm. level. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just, just, it's just. It's not healthy. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have to tell everything, right. you know, blow by blow what happens in your life. You just have to <laughs> like a man and keep it moving. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying maybe maybe it should be some classes for that. Because like I said, to get your mindset. And I hear what you're saying, you know, and I'm just trying to get the understanding, you know, even more clear to me. Like I said, I'm divorced. I'm divorced. And it never was an issue of... Right other people or whatever, but in my mind, you know, those questions in the back of my mind and things that I've seen and experienced, you know, even as a married man, you know, uh, I mean, I did it, you know, but again, you still have some type of feelings because you're going to see a beautiful woman or whatever. And again, you either got to repress that. Cause like I say, you ain't going to go home and have this conversation with your wife about it. Oh, you got to repress. You see what you see, get past it and keep it moving. But, but Sam, what is but, the difference? Between you being a single man and seeing a beautiful woman, and me being a married man and seeing a beautiful woman, you you suppress it too if you don't if she don't want to talk to you. I mean, you least though, yeah. least as a single man, if you see her and you want to say something, you know, or as we say, you want to holler, you go holler. If you get turned down, then you keep it moving. But at least you but was able to do something. I don't think you it, it's suppressing. I don't think suppressing is the right word. Because you know, if she fine, she fine. You're not gonna say, turn your eyes like, no, she ain't fine. When you know she is, we we not right. talking. That's suppressing to me. I mean, you. No, I you, say suppress it because as a married man, you gotta take that in. You don't even have the option of just either saying, you know, hey, how you doing? Can I take you out for a drink? And she turn you down. You you can't even go there as a married man. You period. So you gotta suppress right. it. Right. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know, I think, Gary, I think, 
Darren doesn't even have female friends, so you already know he don't want no parts of none of that. No, right, right. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> female. <laughs> oh, I, I'm. You know, I, I don't know. We're not doing that because. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. You, 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 I He's just think it's off limits. I'm not confiding in everybody. Yeah, hey, so we, family, we ain't, we ain't that actually, you know, to a lot of safe, a lot of unsafe stuff. Right. Hey, I, anybody I believe in having, well, outside of T-Hawk, anybody believe in having <laughs> a friends in a marriage? Do y'all think y'all can catch feelings to a, to a, um, a, a female friend that's single? Anybody? T-Hawk seems to think that you can have a female friend, talk about your problems or whatever you want to talk about with her, and nothing to happen. I believe that... What do you mean, you you think? I've mastered it, dude. I've mastered it for years. So uh, they're still there. They ain't going nowhere. They're still there. (laughs) (laughs) No, from my understanding, I don't know if y'all remember coming across this video online, but it used to be this husband and wife and um, they did videos about uh, relationships or something, and they said when they got together, uh, they told people, they told each other that they don't need no opposite sex friends, even people that they know for years from childhood. They say they have no opposite sex friends, and that's what works for them, you know. Uh, but my thing is, and again, I think as a man or as a woman, if you have a friend opposite sex, if that's truly a friend. Somebody, especially if you've been knowing since you was eight years old, nine years old, y'all went to junior high or whatever, if that person doesn't respect your relationship, they try to come on to you, you know, that's a problem. But the fact that if you've been with your husband or wife 10, 15 years or whatever, that person you knew before them as a child or whatever, if y'all never tried to get together or never got together then, why would you want to do it on the backside, you know, 30 years, 20 years, 30 years later or whatever? Right. Like, Man, like, sometimes you're like, not attractive until you with somebody else. Like, you know, I, I believe sometimes people, huh? It's still on you. So let let me say this to you, Dan. Um, I'm gonna give you more credit than you give yourself. I think that you can have those conversations with those very attractive women at your job or whatever else, and you'd be just fine. I just think <laughs> that the relationship with with that. that that, that you have with your wife is a lot stronger than you think it is. I'm just saying. Mm. So you don't have to have those. You don't have to have those scary moments with the big booty Judy at work. <laughs> Go ahead and talk to her, man. Keep <laughs> it with her, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's it. Yeah, you know I mean, she may be a really nice person, man. She may know how to be serious. You know what I mean? She may be serious. You never know, man. You know, she just you know. Don't be afraid of that, man. Don't be afraid of that, man. She's stronger than that. You saying oh, there see big booty Judy at work, he just gonna break out in the highs and he gonna run all kind of problems. He'll run to the bathroom. bathroom. He'll run to the bathroom. <laughs> the assumption with the I guess what I'm hearing is that the assumption is that just because she's a beautiful woman means that she's gonna be attracted to Darren. Like it's almost like let Darren tell you. Know no, I mean, the way he's telling it, it's like she's attractive, you know. And if I just 
give her a smile or a good morning, she's gonna be on me like you know, like he's been no, there or something. I mean, hey, no, no, I mean that's what it sounds like. Right. That's what it sounds like. Emotional relationship. Hey, hey. she's smiling. Right, like right. She's having right. an emotional relationship <laughs> because they can't control themselves around this dude. <laughs> Well, I mean, I need, it was a, hold on, hold on, first of all, I ain't say that, and and, I'm, and I am saying the things that I'm saying because you know when someone finds you attractive and ain't saying nothing, I would hope you would think, I hope, you know, so, um, and if and if it's, you would, talk, I mean, it's, it's telltale signs, they don't have to say nothing, and if you don't know, then that's, well, man, that's I mean, on you. Mate, but what I'm saying is that maybe you're wrong. Like maybe they're just an attractive lady who's just really nice and doesn't right, right. know you're married and you know know you're in a committed relationship and doesn't want you. That's great. Maybe right. you're that's, wrong. That's even better but for I think me. You're assuming you're assuming that the beautiful women are, are you know if your wife didn't give you none and they like look and they waiting for the day that your wife ain't give you none and you go to work and she curse you out before you left so they can pounce. Like, that's what it sounded like. And it's not just one. Like, it's the whole, every one of them that's attractive in there <laughs> will, are going to pounce as soon as you come in there slipping, right. you know, your good morning is a little off, you know, your face a little frowned up. What did she do to you this morning? It's, it's like they're ready to pounce. Like, they just, what is, that's what the picture you're painting to us is when you walk into the workplace. So as long as no. they're breaking you off and you're happy-go-luckily, you know, they're, they're going to be, like kittens, but if as soon as as soon as your wife ain't breaking you off, or she make you mad, or y'all had an argument, they turn into lions, and they they ready to go at you at all costs. And no, I didn't. I did not mean to make. Going. I'm the gigolo at work. Okay, I didn't mean to make it sound like that. I'm just and <laughs> in, in the event of in any event where any one of these women that I would find attractive if I wasn't married that I would pursue in the event. That I go to work and one of them wants to say something to me and ask me about what's wrong. I'm just making an example of in the event of not saying that you. it is what it, it, it. I'm the finest one at the job. I didn't say that. You know, I could care less, yeah. and I hope to, I hope to keep it to care less. And that's why I tell my yeah. wife, look, I don't want an opportunity to avail itself where this happens. In any event, yeah, that's why I asked but her. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I mean, what it sounds like is it's more you than them. Well, that's what it if, sounds like that's fine that's with me. It sounds if, like to me too. If it's if it's yeah. all me, then and I know what it takes to protect myself. If I have to call, I mean, like I talked to this guy today. He said he once upon a time he cheated on his wife, and he. He was he he felt really bad because how how bad he hurt her. So what he he ended up doing is you know confessing his sins to her and said I'm sorry. He stayed with him. Twenty years later, every day he call her before he leaves work. Say hey baby, I'm on my way home. Hey, baby, I'm stopping by the store pick up something. You want something? Hey, did the traffic a little much? And it turned into like hey baby, it's been twenty years. I know you're not gonna cheat no more. And everything. You don't have to call me anymore. Well, guess what? Ooh, 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 ooh. Mute that, mute that, mute that. Can you mute your phone, please? 
Yeah. I'm sorry, that was me. I thought I was muted. My bad. So yeah. So so in he he end up you know he calls every single day and just kind of give him a time give her a time of how long he's gonna be you know before he get home or what what stops he make. She told him she says you don't have to do that anymore. He said you know what it's no longer for you to verify where I am. It's for me to continue to do this because not that I don't trust myself. But I, I like letting you know where I am because I don't ever want you to think anything. She said, well, I'm not going to think it. Well, let let me just continue to do it because it's for me. So, yeah, it it could be one of these situations where it's just for me, you know, where I always feel safe. You know, let, let me let me get mine in with, with this conversation because I don't want to feel like I am going to ride. And that kind of keeps me in check, you know. And, and, and some people are, are stronger than that. They don't need that, ch- that kind of self-check. But... I believe sometimes I do, I do need a, a self check, you know. That's just me. Yes. So so the reality is is that it's not them that could pounce, it's you that could pounce. Perhaps. I mean, I know I won't because mm-hmm. I, I'm I try to talk about it so you know I can put it on front street so it won't happen. But you know, it, it's probably just a health thing for me. Gotcha. You know. And then Go ahead. Is there something wrong with enjoying talking to a, a woman you find beautiful at work? It's just you know, you just is there something wrong with that? Ooh. Is it wrong with talking to a beautiful woman at work? I don't think it's no, no, no. I, I'm not saying talking to. Her. I'm saying actually enjoying. Like you know, like say you got a you enjoy talking to. Yeah, like you yeah. have fun talking to her, like you do like some of your other coworkers, but she just happened to be attractive. Right. Yeah. I don't um I just don't wanna get I don't want it to get go left. I don't want a comment to be mistaken as a flirt. Or I don't want anything to go, you know, south on any part of the conversation. I don't want nobody to take my 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 talking to them or them talking to me wrong that if I said something sideways and it didn't mean to go like that and then they catch me slipping one day. You know what I mean? That I come home I come from come from uh home and me and the old lady is beefing and they and they catch something. I don't want to get too friendly with them because I don't want you to know when I'm upset. I don't know want you to know me in that way. I mean it happened one time that I'm aware of and I nipped it in the bud quickly, you know, but Based off of that one time, I'm not saying everybody else is like that, but it happened one time. And I, and I'm not saying, I'm going to tell you something, and you can laugh if you want to, but these women who don't have men are attracted to the spirit of a man who has Christ. So it ain't the man that they're attracted at all. It's the spirit that they give off themselves that they're attracted to. And that kind of attract, attract them to come talk to you and ask you your opinion about stuff, tell you, yeah, I heard the show last night, and, you know, it's just different things. They'll, they'll, you know, they can work their way into a conversation with you, and before you know it, you know, if things ain't right at home, anything can pop off. Or so they not, maybe see, not the, maybe, maybe they see a weak man. A vulnerable ooh. man. And what I mean by that is that I know Tony's bad coworkers. 
you know, uh, Tony, your bad co-worker is rolling up on you like, mm, hey, I heard your show last night. You know what I'm saying? They, no, nope, they're not doing that. My, I mean, my co-workers nope. don't do that. I mean, I, I work at home, but, you know, I mean, it's not – it's not that. And when you were talking about, you know, um, something going left as far as a flirty comment, like, that's more you. Like, you, you choosing your words that can be misconstrued versus choosing words that are very direct, very business-oriented, like, that really can't go left. But maybe you you word it in a way where it's easy to be, you know, it's easy to go, go left because it's coming from a vulnerable spot. Because coming from a spot where you and your old lady argued before you left for the office or whatever, so maybe mm-hmm. they, you know, they they see they see the man of Christ, you know, in you, but they also see an opportunity. You you're hey, right. You're probably right. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to pinpoint what they see or what happens or what I do and what don't what I don't do. I'm just saying I'm trying to be careful of all of it so nothing will nothing will happen. You know, just just like just precautions, right. and these are precautions right, that right. snares of men get. They get snared in these situations every day. I'm just talking through uh-huh. it before it even possibly happens. Yo, hey, yo, yeah, when you get to work tomorrow, see see, see how many days you can telework. Because I think I think you could get got, brother. I, I you sound like somebody that get got. You you sound like somebody that one of them fine women will walk up on you, man, and you will just melt like butter. <laughs> Tony, you just, Tony, you just went from saying that the man don't give enough credit to himself, right. and then you now you saying know, that he's just that he's about to get. I had to throw that in. Got. I had to throw that joke in there. I, I had to throw it. In. I had to throw it. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. On the heels of what you just said. Yeah. Hey, Darren, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong in this, but I think because I work with you, I, I think you have a, a, a your your perspective is a little bit skewed because you're a little bit different at work. You actually um, get a little bit more personable with the individuals you interact with at work. It's just a part of your personality. I think in general, people don't talk about their home life at work. Just in general. Or yeah. anything really personal at work in general. Not even to the fellas, really, I don't think. So you're saying that Darren is establishing emotional bonds that run a little deeper that makes him prone for, you know, right for the taking. Because everybody else, we in there like, it's work. Not, no. You know, I got, I got <laughs> stuff at home. You know, we're not going real deep into the argument that me and my wife had this morning. Like, we ain't going that deep. We don't need to go that deep. You just a co-worker. Right, right. right. But but it doesn't go left. It it wouldn't go left in the sense of um, him cheating or them getting together. It may just be they know a little bit, or maybe he may know a little bit about them because they opened up to him, Mm. and it's just a more Mm. vulnerable relationship by default. And, Mm. And I think, Darren, you might look at everybody's general work relationships like that and, and I think generally they're not like that. So mm-hmm. people won't great really point. have that have that problem. You might because of right. the type of relationship you establish. Mm. That's good. That's a good observation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well I mean that's probably it because I, I mean because I, I don't meet any strangers. At, you know, I want 
I want people to feel comfortable okay. around me. And 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 also, I have to be somewhat personable to to some of them because you know um, we we own a diversity council together and we own different teams together. So yeah, some bleed off into one onesies and twosies, but you know I just still got to be careful. Is is all I'm saying. Yeah, you just got to be mindful that you don't catch start catching feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, you know. I mean, I'm being right. real. That's not a joke. I mean, I'm I'm being serious. Like you yeah. have to be mindful not to catch feelings, especially that's if right. you didn't get broke off. Especially if you know she cursed you out on the way, you know, to the office or whatever. You have to be more aware of catching feelings with the lady on that's on the diversity council with you. That's bad and right. that's friendly and right. that's nice. Right. She just right. she just there right. to do diversity work, and you there, yeah. like, man. Right. Wife cursed me out this you morning. You also got to be careful and, too, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. also, you know, some people have been at their job for for a, a long time, a lot of years, and you spend more time there, awaking hours, than you do at home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you may develop a relationship with someone that's start off being friendly and then you guys are sharing, you know, personal information about likes, likes and dislikes, but just spending too much time together. So I do hear what you're saying, Darren, but I think that you got it under control, brother. You think I got it what? I think you got it under control. Oh yeah, I yeah. But accountability is all my always my thing. If I got if I and you know, I come to Malcolm's house and I think it's the way you dress, it's the way you act. Is you know what you say and when you say it, you know it's a it, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that's uh, attached to it. Uh, it's just not, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's just not talking, you know. Um, yeah. And and you're ranking. I mean, I mean that's yeah, all of. It. I mean that's how it is when you guys get to women, bro. I mean I I don't I can't relate. So man, I feel bad. <laughs> I mean either man, either they can get it or they can't. I think it's that simple. Either they can get it. Or they can't get it. Period. Mm-hmm. They can't get it. You I got mean, but work. guys, also, I mean, one thing that we kind of miss. I know we kind of take you side to them, making fun to a certain degree. A certain degree. But again, but you know, again, for uh, you know, those of us who are believers, those are believers. We know about the fruit of the spirit. One of the fruit of the spirit is one of the attributes is called self-control. You know, as human, we supposed to have self-control. And again, if we pledge ourselves to somebody in marriage. Uh, we're going to take whatever vows or what pledges we made to that person, you know, execute them to the best of our ability uh, for the most part. Right. And that comes under guidance of temperance, self-control. Again, especially as a man, uh, you're not trying to sleep with every woman. And then again, you know, whatever conversation you may get in the women or you dealing with them in a, a, a public area or work or something like that, or something uh, like that. maybe uh, you're respected, maybe you're respected elder, elder in your neighborhood or whatever. In your neighborhood or whatever. Uh, Hey, 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 Sam, turn your speaker off, man. I guess your earpiece or something has got, got a bad echo. Bad, bad echo. Mm, no, I'm, I'm on, I'm on my handset. I'm holding it up. Okay, yeah, I don't hear. Yeah. Yeah, good words, man. Yeah. Anybody got anything else before we close out in one minute? Yeah, so the next show Tony would do uh, is at the end, the third week of this month, right? So, um, no, right, no, 
No. I don't know. Second no. or third? No. No. <laughs> Y'all don't know when we do the show? It's <laughs> 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 the third week of this month. Wow. It's the second week. Next month? <laughs> this is the last week of the month we got a show, right? The last week of the month. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> 